0: welcome to texas and uh if it starts to rain throughout the show and you hear raindrops on the roof you know people can complain about this stuff they could say oh dude your audio could be better but at the end of the day you know what i'm saying we'll take the rain we'll yeah take the we rain. need the rain dude but we, we, i had we to... need the rain a lot more than we need your uh, comments <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure dude like we got gardens here man it's no yeah. joke man uh so I saw you posted that video the other day, man, about uh, the guys Absolutely. who tried to get in the hog trap to save the hog.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, dude, That's I have why... to ask you:
0: what? Were, that? Hold on, were they really serious? Like, so they were trying to get its back legs? I mean, or was that like, like a jackass type stunt? Do you think? No, I think they were. They. The
1: caption of the video said that had they stumbled upon a hog in a hog trap. Which leads me to believe that they were either trespassing... It's like, just open like, up the
0: door, dude, like, and let it run. It'll I, run away. Yeah. I right? don't know. Uh, like, if you open up that door, if, and you yeah. walk away, that pig is smart enough to run out.
1: It'll come out, yeah. A lot of those trap doors, though, they are uh, they're held oh, with it'll a spring. Oh, it'll right. Keep closing. Right, they're spring-loaded. It's a spring door. So you, you can't You have just to wedge you know, something yeah, in there. you got to get something in there. You got to reset it. Or you have open. to hog-tie the pig's I, feet. Also, I think the pig's <laughs> foot was actually caught in the wire of the trap at the beginning of the video. Uh, either way, those guys got what they got. They, they got yeah. what they
0: deserved for actually... Going into a hog trap with a hog now I mean me you tra- actually did change my mind a little bit about that like you made me see it a little bit differently knowing if the, I didn't pay attention to see if the pig's foot was really stuck in the beginning yeah but also the other thing is I didn't think about the uh, the door closing but at the same time you could still you could wedge something in that door oh, man, That's yeah. number one yeah, if could. the pig's foot was stuck, I still think the pig would have eventually gotten out at least just wedged the door open. But right. to get in there and grab a pig, a wild pig's foot... Yeah, and this was dude, not
1: a little wild pig. No, it, This no. was a fully grown yeah, Russian boar... Tusk, exposed, I say, uh, yeah. At least three or four hundred pounds, probably. They got lucky
0: they didn't get hurt worse. Yeah. Really, you know, but... I mean, for our entertainment, man, I mean, yeah. I, I'd have paid $199 oh, yeah. to watch uh, it, I, I, you yeah, know yeah, right. what I'm I'd saying? i paid a buck to watch These it. These guys yeah. have to get better yeah, about yeah. this, yeah. you know? It's like, hey, but we got he, this video, it sucked, we got this video putting out, you want to watch it? 199 it, the video is yours. Real. You know what I mean. Some people are gonna I pirate just, it, but like take something from it, dude. <laughs> I just watched it. and Was like, oh
1: man, you know, like this is why we're losing the war on hogs in Texas, man. You know, and there is a war on hogs in Texas. That is for sure, man. You don't even need a. Uh, you don't even need a hunting license to hunt hogs in Texas. Yeah, you Anyone, can shoot them from the helicopter. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can I mean, trap they them are, any
0: way you want. There's no regulations on trapping them. No. I mean, like, if you want to come down in Texas, you're like, I've always wanted to try these types of traps. Well, come on feel down free. In Texas, trap yeah. a pig, you know. Yeah, But it's a, um, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really have too many. I see them on the roads and stuff like that. I mean, I'll tell you one thing about a, a pig that you can just tell when you've been out here in rural Texas and you've been around pigs is it's not like a deer, man. Some of them will run away and yeah. dude, they don't they don't really care. They're not really scared of you, right. really. They they're not as cautious like a deer. They see your vehicle or they see you, they're out of there. Yep. You know, a pig, they'll kind of like they won't they won't always run immediately. You you know, I mean, they're not they're not the same thing. They're right. especially a big boar that's like in you know, in his rut or on it just on a campaign for some, you know, sexual activity, man, you yep. you might find yourself on the bad end of that, you know. Right. <laughs> but yep. it's a anyways I just wanted to bring that up because dude I saw that and I was no, like dude, yeah, was that was funny, so crazy I had crazy. to share it
1: when I saw it, it was just, I, gotta I mean it
0: is it. funny and then you feel for the guys you're glad no one got hurt but it's like dude you just can't do that I mean man that's a crazy <laughs> thought I would have yeah. thought of 10 different things to do before I would have thought to ever do that to ever go sure. into the
1: trap with the pig yeah. and one
0: of those 10 things is walk away because <laughs> it's not my trap you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, moving on. So uh segment one, uh well anything else? Anything else you wanted to say before we get started? Uh, really no? Okay, sweet. Well something we've always kinda talked about and if you grew up in our generation, you know, in this if you if you're in your early thirties or twenties or something, you've come in with uh and maybe even late you know, later, I don't want to generalize too much, but you have probably heard of a guy named Alex Jones. And uh, Alex Jones is from Texas, and he really, you know, he was born, I think he lived up in Dallas, Texas, and then, Uh, but, you know, has his business, InfoWars and stuff, based out of Austin, I believe, and uh, I just thought being the independent-thinking Texans, there's no better man to talk about, maybe, and just assess from our point of view than him, and what we kind of think about him, and uh, I have a lot of mixed, you know, feelings about Alex Jones, you know, Uh, but... I think mostly. I guess I'll just throw this question to us so we can answer more uh, specifically. But what type yeah. of a uh, what type of influence does Alex Jones have in our society? Like when it's all said and done, like looking back on it, how, right. you know, what is his what is his legacy like? And I'll start, and I'll say that I feel like that his um, like I. I Right now, it's such a hot, bad issue. He's he's banned in our society, and you know, you pretty much, you know, I think they've tied him to some events that make him seem a lot worse than he really is. And I think he probably hasn't done himself a lot of good. Sometimes, like he's very loud and outspoken and brash, you know, and all that. That's who he is. So you can't hate on that. I mean, that's just who he is. I mean, you can, but at least he's doing his thing, right? But um, I think in a lot of ways that has turned the people who it's turned off. It has really turned off, you know. Right. And uh, I mean, it really,
1: it doesn't even matter. You could be speaking pure truth and the most sensible thing ever, but if you're if you're yelling it with a red face, it's really it's not going it, to
0: Well, it's going to it's going yeah. to appease some people, and it's going to it's going right. to really polarize what it's yeah. going to do in a lot of ways. And I think and he's done that. He's been effective of that. But I think when I look at his stuff. I mean, I think he was pretty influential in our time, and and trying, and at least showing that uh, there is some bad things really going on, and and it's hard to sift through the truth. And now the waters have been so muddied and blurred mm-hmm. that it's really hard to see anything what's going on. But uh, I think in a lot of ways he will be remembered well by a certain portion oh, yeah. of our society. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and uh, I do think that he still has a fan base and I he's still doing his thing and I think one of the worst things they could possibly do to Alex Jones is ban him. Right. Like, for them. Yeah. For, for the mainstream. For whoever makes those decisions. The the elites. Because yeah. that's all, he. it's like he's literally just exposing them. He's just proving himself right in right. a sense to me. Uh, but, you know, I actually kind of... You know, I'm not going to say I would hang out with Alex Jones. I don't know him or anything like that to really right. be able to say that. But I think he gets an unfair shake, man. I, yeah. I can't believe that we just allow that that to be... I mean, not that we allow it. What are we going to do about it? But it sucks that, that they just ban his material and just don't let it be there. I mean, they should at least let it be there. If he's so crazy,
2: yeah, it'll, it'll go be, away, yeah. you
0: know? It'll go away. That's my yeah. thought on him, I guess, for the... For the overview but I will say when I was younger I mean who didn't hear some Alex Jones yeah. dude you know come yeah. on now damn we all did you know right for sure he was he was big man Yep. Yeah. Yeah. but My, I first remember Alex Jones
1: from a, a buddy of mine I was helping him work on a car or something and he was listening on his cell phone to to Infowars. I guess it was probably Info Wars because it was Alex Jones talking and and I remember the first time I heard, all, I don't remember what he was talking about, but it was some out there stuff. It had something to do with, like, aliens or something like that. it, it I'll just say, it wasn't the best way to be introduced to Alex Jones, <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Because that put a thought in my mouth. For many years after that, anytime I heard someone talk about Alex Jones, I was just like, oh, jeez, Alex Jones, like, you know, like, I... I just instantly what thought now? of that. Yeah, I never actually went and to Infowars and checked out his site and uh, listened to any of his takes on anything else. You know, I just I'd heard this few statements out of his mouth and made my made my opinion on that. But uh, but it was actually when the when the COVID stuff started coming around that I actually really started uh, going. To, I just thought of. You know Alex Jones. I remember. I remember my buddy always <laughs> yeah. talked about Alex this Jones. guy's got a take on like, this. I was you like, yeah, I want to go. It. I want to go hear what he has to say yeah. about this. And I almost did it as like a joke. You know, as like, oh, dude, you know, it's going to be entertaining. I just want to laugh at what this guy has to say. Yeah. And then, next thing I knew, I found myself going to Info Wars all the time and listening to it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, uh, I take most of what I hear there with a grain of salt. You like know, anything else, like yeah. just like anything else, I don't. You know, I, there's some people who just believe every word that comes out of Infowars. You know, I certainly do not. Yeah, but it's not uh, like they don't
0: really get onto some stories, every right? But and they, they, they do. Most definitely they definitely do. do. And you can look back at their body of work and find some things where they have absolutely been onto some things yeah. for sure, dude. There's no doubt about that. But there's also been some things that they've missed on and they've whiffed on, I'm sure, about it. But that's everybody. I mean, look back at the track record of CNN. My God. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they could be banned. Potentially, they could be banned. Yeah. Especially, you know, with everything going on these days, for sure. They're just like... You know, but like you said, even at Wikipedia, it's like Alex Jones right, his Channel yeah, even, I is the was source just, for I fake news. It's like out Wikipedia. His, his Wikipedia. page. Ironically, yeah. Wikipedia's been known to be the source of fake news. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? for real. So it's just dude. so ironic. Dude, we were talking about this last yeah. episode. It's like the ones who are doing the preaching, you know, it's always that, dude, it it just gets so damn old, man. It's like yeah. the hand that preaches is the same one that slaps you in the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, uh, I don't know, man. It's I don't even know how else to say it, but it's just, it's so ridiculous, man. Um, a couple of things that I did want to say on this, on this since we, I'm pretty well done talking about Alex Jones. I like Alex Jones, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't want to say I like him. I, that's a stretch. Like, I don't know him as a person to like him, but I, I am someone who, who thinks favorably of his place in our society. You know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, and I will say that I guarantee you, I mean,
1: ever since the whole, pretty much since Trump came around, the uh, percentage of Americans who have trust in any sort of mainstream media has just plummeted. Yeah, uh, It's below half now. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like 43% yeah. or something like that. Well, again, that. they proved it them all below, right. I mean, they just proved them all right, so everything they said. That kind of thing, I'm sure, has been great for people like Alex Jones. Yes. You know, because I'm sure they've, uh, his... I know if I started listening to him during the COVID thing, I'm sure a million other people did as well. You know, yes. I mean, I know he got more traffic during that. More people and are paying banned. attention to what
0: he says. Being yeah. banned, oh yeah, I mean, that, that's like that's banned. like the worst thing you can do to someone yep. like that. People like that's why they nominated Donald Trump because you told him not to, right? You know, like that's like any like so you ban this guy, everyone's gonna go listen to him. It's like you want them to listen to him by doing that because that's exactly what they're gonna do. Right. But, uh, so anyways, I did want to say there's a guy, so the last episode we were talking about, uh, just, uh, how the media is so hard trying to, has tried to latch on to the racism, you know, and just pushing it and really trying to use that as a divisive technique. And, uh, no matter what you think about that, again, I see, I can see both sides of that issue and it's such a deep, complex issue that it's just so hard to even really cover and get too far into and, and. You'd need to interview a million people, you know, to figure out really the depths of that conversation. But, uh, you know, LeBron James is a professional basketball player. And he came out and made a tweet about... um, about, I just think about the word tweet. You know, we sit there and say that like it's normal. You know, 20 years ago, people would be like, what are you talking about when you say, yeah. came up with a tweet? What is yeah, that, you know? tweet. It's like this is just... become just acceptable. But he came out with a tweet that was like, uh, you're next, and about the officer, right. the officer who shot the, the lady, or the young girl, which is, again, it all sucks, right? It all sucks. So it makes people very emotional, no matter what, because it all sucks. There's no great way to look at it. But... And I feel like that. I feel like LeBron James is passionate about that. And he just... I don't really feel like he really does mean to be harmful. Right. I believe he's passionate about an issue and he wants to stand up kinda, for it. He's trying to use his voice.
1: He just doesn't realize what kind of... Harm it does. What, yeah. yeah, what the chain reaction of something like that is. Well,
0: and, and, and he comes up... The only reason that, honestly he he is where he is today is because he lives in a country that has built that foundation for him and that's a beautiful thing and i think a lot of people wish that he would promote that message right and i really believe that's and i think some people take it way too far in criticizing him he has the right to his opinion yep. you know you you don't need to sit there and bash him and tell him he needs to be canceled he doesn't need to be right. you know i mean he shouldn't now i mean you don't want to like put the lives of people on the line and stuff like that right but anyways, I wanted to get to this. Uh, so he made that post. He, he retracted. All these people came out and slammed him. But mo- more notably, the most notably, if people are going to look into this at all, look up a guy. He's a 24-year um, Los Angeles police officer vet. And his name's Dion Joseph. I believe that's his name. Look him up. Uh, just look up LAPD officer who wrote an open letter to LeBron James. Read the open letter. And then also his response that he recently just came out with before we, I mean, maybe today, the day we are recording this, he came out with another statement on why he sent that open letter. I believe it's one of the most classy things, and I believe that it's people like him, and especially if LeBron James responds and acknowledges that he's trying to reach out to them and conversate about a very complex issue and educate each other on where you're coming from. I believe it's like we've always talked about how crazy this country is. Now it's really falling apart. It's like situations like that, people like that. His response: look it up yourself, because I can't. I'm not going to sit here and and play it. You know, right. I mean, look it up yourself if you really want to. I won't push it off on you. Look it up yourself if you want to. If you want to see it, Dion Joseph, and uh, it's just as classy as it comes. This guy is a 24 uh, year old, 24 year vet uh, of the police officer and. He in no way criticizes LeBron James. Never calls him anything bad. As a matter of fact, is very respectful. Acknowledges how many good things he's done, and and uh, but also openly disagrees with him. Right. And wishes that he could teach him, you know, just explain to him some things what it takes about, you know, to be a police officer and what comes with that job and the detriment that he could cause by, you know being too hard on police officers with 50 million followers in already very crazy, hard times, is emotional really 50 times. 50 million followers? Yeah, LeBron James. Holy cow. Well, I mean, dude, the guy, is, he's, a, he's a success yeah. from oh, the yeah. age of no, 15. I and again, I, I, I'm not going to make this about kissing anyone's ass or anything like that, but let me tell you something. The guy came from 14 years old. He was being scouted, LeBron James, by professional scouts, being offered things, no doubt about it, I'm sure, being given things, being promised things, pulled in a million different directions. Probably didn't have the greatest home life in the world, I'm sure. And he had a lot of pressure on him. And and he overcame, and and he he went right through it, man. He's not had very many slip-ups, if any, in his life. Right. You know, never been out, accused of anything, you know, has kids that he raises. Uh, He should be commended for a lot of things that he does. I don't think you can take things like, this is the thing is, we've become so polarized that he does something like that. and But when he does something like that, he should be, you know, blasted for that. You say, dude, you can't do that, and no one should do that to you, you know, and that's fair as well. But also, it's a great time to come together and talk about things that we disagree upon rather than to just reign all over people. And that's why I bring this up, Dion Joseph, is because if you are if you have people in your community that you disagree with, uh, take a note from this guy and how he came about kind of uh, going about someone that he disagreed with openly and right. reaching out. And I think it's just a great way to have have a dialogue rather than just peeing all over people, which social media has allowed us to do and has taught us to do. He just went about it the right way. Yep. The other thing I wanted to say, and this is not so positive, maybe maybe I think it's actually quite hilarious. Dude, I was laughing yeah. so hard, but uh, Joe Biden today uh, came out on the uh, White House lawn or something. And he makes this, you know, talking about all the things he's doing. And he's talking about, look, guys, if you've been vaccinated, Levi, if you've been vaccinated, OK, yeah. and you're outside and you're not around people. But if you are around people, don't listen. This is this is not go for you. But if you've been vaccinated, if you're outside, if you're around no one, you can take your mask off. We can. You can take your mask off Damn. right now.
1: All right, man. So do oh, it.
0: Dude. America. There you go. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? You have to give I was cracking up. I was like, is this oh guy on God. another, like, We've already put people on Mars, and his yeah. name's Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on Mars, dude. I mean, what? are we living in two different worlds here or what, you know? Oh, my gosh. I was laughing so hard. I was like, dude, people have, like, not, they've been doing that for a year, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, for a year, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man. It was crazy. But, That's, yeah. 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 yeah I don't the CDC
1: know. is now changing their tone about masks, you know? Of course. Uh they've released pretty much the same guidelines if you're outside by yourself you can take the mask off you know even though just like what was it like last week Dr. Fauci was saying no no even if you get the vaccine we're still going to have to keep the masks on we're going to have to keep the mask in
0: the five in five to six years to come if you care enough they like the waters get muddied I say I keep saying that because what I mean is like the news cycle goes very fast but if you care about something that you really want to research. Research these doctors and these people with the CDC. Really look into their backgrounds, where they come from and what they're invested in. And uh, who would have real stake in making things like this continue in the news cycle. And this is why I wanted to put it at the end of this segment and we, we won't talk too much about it. Because right. COVID needs to, that the rhetoric needs to just go away at this point. Yeah. I don't even see, Biden shouldn't even be talking about that. There are way more important issues. At hand than to be talking about that. Yep. It shouldn't even be on. Them, but I was that's that's it, it. It it sucks that it's true. But you have to laugh. I mean, right. my god, dude, are you serious? Like you yeah. are joking me. You know, I thought he was. I was like kind of into it at first. Yeah. It's like, but also there's no one around him, and he's outside, and he's walking out, and he has his mask on, yeah. and he's been vaccinated. <laughs> You're like, dude. But when I walk away, I'm not going to have it on. That's the point. See, when I walked up, it was still a law that I had to have it. But then I took it off and I made this law and now I can throw my mask away. You know, it's all symbolism to them. They think that, and I heard someone from the right actually say this. Look, politics is about symbolism. And it's like, that's the problem. They're right, but like, that's the problem. Because to real people, when you affect their life, it's not about, it's not a game. It's their life. And they take it very seriously. And that's why people do become radicalized and start to really care when it starts to affect their life. And people are just oblivious to it. Yep. But then he comes out there and says that. Man, I just... Dude, I was belly laughing, man. No, you I, I mean, I mean it, you have you, you can watch it later, but it's, yeah. it's definitely... You know, again... Uh, COVID-19 is a... Uh, you know, I don't even know, man. I mean, it, it, to say that The policies done by especially the most radical politicians that took it to the major extremes that are still taking it to those extremes. Right. uh, I think it's at the point now where they just don't know how... They sold into this and they just don't know how to back out. Right. And they're not going to give up... And power. Right. And if they lose power, now they're going to get scrutinized and they're going to get investigated and they're going to... You see? And this is always the game... And we knew it was going to happen from the beginning. Of course, people that actually have studied history and watched that stuff know it's going to happen. Their time's going to come. Right. And that's why I say if you care in the next five, six years, pay attention to these people that, that were so diehard on this because the rhetoric's going to change. People yep. are going to give up on that. People have given up on this a long time ago, but oh, yeah. they're going to demand answers for this. So, a lot of people have lost a lot. And right now, I think they're licking their wounds, a lot of people in this country. But eventually, people are going to get more on the offensive, and it's not going to be good for people who sit on that, who sit on that, you know, that uh, what do you call it when what if you know like a uh, it's almost like what we've become is a not a monarchy but a totalitarian state, you know. And I just don't see how you can't go from like having freedom to be in a totalitarian state in like a year. Like that's like a night time. And and that's what they're they've tried to push upon so many states. People are going to push back, and that goes into our next segment. So we'll just stop right there uh, and not cover, hopefully not cover COVID anymore, unless it's like good news about it. Like we never have to talk about it again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we ended that last segment uh, with talking about the totalitarian state that uh, we kind of find ourselves in federally, but I think moreover it's a state by state basis really feel like there's a lot of big separation from certain states and uh i guess i was gonna i was thinking about um what you know what are what's going to be the outcome of what is obviously now a big like change in a movement in populations you can tell people are moving certain state they're leaving certain states because of their totalitarian policies and they're moving to other states and that shows now we have some proof because Texas gained two congressional seats. I hardly know what that even means, to be sure. honest with you. But it sounds like that's because uh, the population is growing. So they need more representation, right? Right. They have to gain, They're, you know... Uh, each state gets a, uh, a seat in the House,
1: the House of Representatives, for every, uh, you know, certain amount of citizens. So uh,
0: so I believe it puts... I think it said know. it puts Texas up now to where they have, like... Uh, like where it affects the elections in the electoral, I guess they have like a forty, forty elector uh, electorates that they get now, uh, total. Right. Which so it brings them up. I think they're like they're still behind California by a large amount of representation that they re- that they have. But you know, it's balancing right. out to yeah. say the least. And there is definitely it shows there's an influx of people moving to states like Texas, Tennessee. Texas got two. Right. Uh, they're I the believe, only state that got two. Oh, Florida got one as well. And so did
1: um, North Carolina. Montana, Colorado, North Carolina, and Oregon each game. Oregon. Yep.
0: Oregon. Yep. Damn.
1: Oregon. Yep. Uh, and right. Oregon, isn't there. Uh, some kind of movement in Oregon for them to absorb some states around them no remember they well, no, were it's, no, the it's the greater state idaho that's want, idaho is it's wanting the greater to absorb idaho. part of you know Oregon. we need to
0: follow up on that we need yeah, to see what's going on with that if there's any new articles yeah. or anything well
1: you know that's something i was going to bring up about this you know is that along with this uh, this difference in uh, demographics that you're going to see uh, throughout the country you'll start to you know i've brought up the point on the show before that uh, Political boundaries and states—you know—states are no different. You know, I mean, can be are subject to cultural and political changes. They're like fault lines, you know. Yeah, they they, they shift. And uh, yeah, you
0: can't be surprised if you see that in the future, for sure. Yeah, Don't be no, surprised. I mean, these movements kind of already already exist. And if you t- if you talk about straight population right now, I mean, just because it's really not—you know—you still live in it. You still live in a time where you can sell your house. And buy another house somewhere else, and you have to sell assets. If it was like to the point where you didn't even have time to do that, you just had to leave. Right, uh, you might really see it expedited then. So you know, it's not like it's some doomsday scenario, but you definitely see the population moving to places where they can be a little bit more uh, able to do stuff and go out and make a living and right. do things. You so know?
1: one question I wanted to ask you, you know, about what you thought, uh, you know, because. California, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia each lost a West seat. West
0: Virginia, <laughs> you can't, every time you hear that, you just. So, what do you think
1: these states are going to do? In not, I guess retaliation wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the word uh, in response to this. Do you think that they will? You're going to see these states. Whoa! Ease up, real heavy on the uh, on the COVID regulations to try and stop people from moving, or are they going? You know, might they drop taxes to create an incentive to stay? What kind of step can you see these states taking to try and get these people to come back? Because they're going to need people to come
0: back. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think they'll pro- what they'll probably do is call everyone a racist, <laughs> and then they'll uh, no. Nah. Uh, i don't know man i really don't know what yeah. they'll do i i think i think, I think under this right well, now yeah. right now like in the foreseeable future i think they're gonna double triple quadruple down on this i really? don't think uh, of course they are because i think they're gonna try to hang on to covid and and the lockdowns and things like that as long as they, i think they're gonna blame it on that like no our economy's bad our state's been bad it wasn't my fault right it was the fault of of this Virus, you know, that no one's allowed to find out where it came from or where it originated from. Something that stopped the world and no one seems to even care where it came from or where how it happened. It seems like the people who started it have an interest for people not to know, but that's yeah. just me. And, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to come out. Now, if people there get tired of it, like if the people in those states get tired of it and really decide to vote so far one way that they just can't deny it, and vote right. some people in that start to make a difference. I think in the years to come, you know, you could see a regrowth in some of those states. I mean, it might right. be, you know, honestly, te- what I mean, let's say Texas adopts these crazy policies all of a sudden and changes. I mean, you know, if property's cheap enough in over in California, yeah. You know, maybe that will become the new red state and it'll just change that away. They'll just flip-flop, right. you know. I don't know. Who right? Knows? So it's just like uh it's such a it's such a hard thing to say what people are gonna do because i I have no idea i mean it's hard to really think that anything you know right away is gonna be really that good you know I don't think anything right away, especially in the places right. that have been really locked down hard and like the big cities that have had, have a lot to lose and have lost are gonna are gonna really show how much they've lost when they open back up right uh but I think the people who are going to suffer the most are the ones who don't need to suffer, for sure. And the ones who aren't going to suffer the ones that made the shit happen in the first place, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the shame in it always. Because the people who can afford to just pack up their things and move, they've already done it. Yeah. They did it early and they, they can do it. It didn't cost them much. They can they see the trend coming. They go, the people that can't leave, you know, that just ride and die on their city or on their place they've grown up in and been and, you know... They, the, the, they, their life rise and falls with the degradation of their city and so you get these people in that they trust and then these people just shut everything down and, and uh, have no solutions for these people but to wear a mask outside right. or not you know and it's just a shame dude really I don't I mean it's hard to say they're going to change their ways man because what are they going to do, admit they were wrong? So either way, so if they admit they're wrong, they're going to get out. They're going to get voted out. And if they keep doing what they're doing, I think people are eventually going to vote for somebody else. Or they're not, and, you know. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, you know, this is going to tie into our next segment, and maybe we can just cover it in this segment and do something else in our third segment or keep it short tonight, whatever we want to do. But uh, I think this is actually a great time for... You know, I've, I've always... On this show, often refer to myself as more like a libertarian, maybe even more like, uh, even a, on the liberal side of being a libertarian. I don't, you know, really and really emphasize the non-invasive on other people's lives that aren't hurting anyone, you know. Right. But at the same time, the more I think about it, the older I get, I actually probably am pretty conservative. If you're really on a judging on a full spectrum, you know, right? Uh, I I probably am really and i think this is actually a great time for a lot of good parts of the conservative values to come to the nat, nat- national and worldwide scene right you know there's a lot of good things about this like le- like just spiritually on a day-to-day basis waking up and say i'm going to take responsibility for myself and my life i'm going to do my best to be the best i can whatever that means th- like there's nothing better that you can do for the world your country, your neighborhood, your family, your friends, yourself, but to just do that, no matter what it is you're doing, you right. know. And uh, to me, that's that that is a more of a conservative principle these days. What would be considered a conservative principle? You're not asking anybody. You're thankful for your life, and that you have that. That's enough. I'm gonna start here, and I'm gonna work on it, and I'm gonna do my best, and. You know, uh, I think that's a great value to have, and I think there are some great things from the conservative, principled ideology that can be taken. And I think that there's never been a better time for people with good conservative values to show people what they mean—not just tell them, but show them what they mean. And uh, but here's where they kind of fall, you know. And and I I really believe this, and I'm not just saying this because uh, I enjoy. I enjoy marijuana personally and would benefit from it being legalized because it wouldn't be a pain in the ass to always try to work around some stupid system to try to just get something that is definitely no worse than alcohol or right. in other things that are legal, which is fine, whatever, right? But people in the... Conser- and we'll just call it the Republican Party, but I'd rather say conservatives because the parties are, the parties are corrupt. You know, real people... You know, the people of conservative value should open their mind to legalizing, especially legalizing marijuana. I really feel like take uh, Greg Abbott, for example. Let's say Greg Abbott says, Next week I'm calling, you know, the Texas I'm, I'm calling the Texas Congress in for a session we're gonna talk about legalizing marijuana, especially for PTSD veterans. Um, people that are struggling with with uh, you know mental problems that that use marijuana already in the black market, and we'll start you know let's start there and let's really start to move this forward like we should. If he right. said that, I think he's reelected. Oh yeah, I really do. I think he's going to get reelected. Yep. I I think that, that that's how that's how big that issue really could be, and conservatives just don't seem to see it. They think that's a that's a stupid issue and it doesn't matter to anyone. That matters so much. That has ruined so many people's lives. Yep. On a professional level, on a real level, just paying money, getting arrested, getting in trouble, whatever that means. Losing jobs, you know, being untrusted by friends and friends' families because you smoke weed. Right. You know, it's like they've got this huge dark cloud around this thing that... You know, and 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 some people abuse it like everything else. I'm not saying they don't. Right. There are people who abuse it. There are a lot of people who don't, and yep. uh, they shouldn't be punished for that. And definitely, it shouldn't be up to people to tell us what you should do with your free time. And uh, especially if you're not hurting anybody else. I mean, and and listen, the argument that like no, what what are you gonna just gonna have people running around doing drugs? I mean, that's it's like yeah, dude, people are running around doing drugs, and it's you know like yeah. It, like, Again, it goes back to that thing, it's like you tell people not to do it, it's like you're almost just drawing attention to it. They're just gonna do it. There's a certain amount of people that are just gonna do it now, you know. Right. And it doesn't mean you sell it you have to sell wheat at every gasoline station and market it to everything, you know, it can have regulations. I, I believe in that. It can right. have you can protect certain parts of the population from things that they don't need to be doing. You do it with coffee. You don't let kids walk into a coffee shop in order to two large vanilla lattes for themselves at the age of seven years old. Right. You know? I yeah. mean, it's not... This is a big miss on conservatives' part here. Right. And this is a great time for them to do it, and I think they take at almost every single state if they choose to do that. I think they... If, if there's a swing state where the Republican Party comes out and says, this is not going to be a holdup for us anymore, I think you would see crazy numbers because I think a lot of the parties policies people do agree with like lo- they do want lower taxes right. and they want to go out to work and earn their living there's a large part of the population that want that you know they want the american dream to at least evolve to the next phase if nothing else you know well, like, not stay the same they don't want to see it completely go away and i think they would uh you know when you start to talk about universal basic income and stuff like that man i'm sorry dude i just that's a that's a When the Soviet Union was started collapsing and collapsed for five years or seven years, however long it took, you know they really tried to take some of their socialistic policies for the years even before that, and they tried to really make them more capitalistic. Tried to give companies back part of their, you know, part portions of their company, and started doing that. It's like the United States is doing the exact opposite. Right. Like, they're taking people's freedom away. They're taking people's money away and giving it to as many people as they can as they're dying. Yeah. And uh, it's a big mistake. And people should not accept that money. And here's why. Because if you want a job, you could get one. Right now. There's a lot. I know if you can't oh, get one where you are, come to Texas. You can get There's a job hiring
1: here. every hiring signs Every
0: place I play is hiring right now. I yeah. get you a job. I could get you a job. Every place I play at could use work. And the places are busy. And it's a start somewhere. There's no argument to it. But they're competing with this idea that people are going to just get shit for free. I yeah. mean, it's, it's not going to last long. And it's a big, big, crazy problem that we have. But again, people are going to vote for that because it benefits them. The Republicans or the conservative party needs to get something on their side. That gets more people, especially young people, interested in what they're talking about. Because they're disconnected from the young population because they don't... Ron Paul is the perfect example. Look back at Ron Paul 2008-2012 when he was going on his campaign. Look at the crowds he was drawing. He was literally selling out auditoriums of of young kids. Yep. Of all nationalities from all over, the college campuses that we all complain about <coughs> so much these days, right? How the college campuses are where, really where the problem starts. And, mm-hmm. Well, when Ron Paul was going to these college campuses, they all supported him. He is majorly conservative. Why were they there and not at other Republicans? What's different about him?
1: Yep. He is totally against the drug war.
0: And the yep. wars. And and and
1: also, I think one of the big things that uh, a lot of young people rallied around Ron Paul for is because he wanted to do the three big words, man. End the Fed. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: and I don't know again, I don't think most people were educated about that. I think people got onto that and latched on. He educated about about that. that. But where he got people was on these small social issues that they think are so small. We have a mutual friend That was arrested because he had some weed and he was speeding and he got pulled over, he had some weed. They do they like confiscated his truck? Fucking I mean Yeah. Dude, I mean over some weed, dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, because his truck came from drug money. I mean really messed with his life for a while. So so it's not a small issue to a lot of people that that have paid a price for it, something so stupid. And for cops and other people who have and other people who have lost their lives over this stupid war on drugs that is not keeping drugs out of people's hands, trust me we've been to parties right you know what I mean like it's not yeah. keeping the drugs away from people dude <laughs> I said go down the streets dude you yeah. know especially in the major cities I mean yeah. and then and then on Leave top your of windows that
1: down and just take big you really
0: care about <laughs> drugs being a problem definitely don't lock people in their houses
1: yeah. And oh lock people goodness, down away talk about from other people. A drug, uh, drug epidemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, they so dude. Drug use has skyrocketed dude, during the epidemic.
0: The the leadership in and I, I I don't want to say this world because I don't focus on the leadership in the rest of the world, but in this country, it's just so shot and embarrassing. Uh, really, you know, for people who say there's nothing to laugh at with Joe Biden, the Joe Biden administration, like Saturday Night Live or other comedians saying. Bill Maher, I think, said that there's nothing to joke about. Are you kidding me? I mean, there is a lot of things you could point out yeah. and have some fun with, you know. And uh, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. You know, we're ready yeah. to hear your jokes. All right. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a crazy time, and uh, I don't think these things are. I don't think these little social issues are something to really look past. If you're the if you're the Republican Party, I'm use. I say the Republican Party again. I really would rather just use conservatives because. Uh, I think it's a great time for them to open up their minds and learn a little bit right. about that, you know, just be it, just because you were raised into this perspective where you think drugs are bad, but every morning you wake up, you have to have your coffee. Yeah. And if you don't have your coffee, you know, right. and you, and you know, you have your dip or you have your cigarettes or you have your, whatever it is that you drink, that's okay. That's yeah, fine. You, know, you, you bring
1: up cigarettes, you know, I mean... The uh, have you heard about what the FDA announced regarding menthol cigarettes? They're about to ban them. Are you serious? Yeah, they're about to. they well, they're going to try anyway to ban menthol cigarettes. Well, there you go. The solution and is not
0: to legalize and give yeah. people more choices. No. It's to make more it's decisions to, yeah. for people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and one of the caption on the uh, on the CDC's headline said that uh, this was a move that could heavily benefit the African American community. Right. Yeah, let me tell Come you on, something, man. That's hey. That's racist, man. That hey, sounds like it to me. What, yeah, definitely. Yeah. My mother-in-law smokes Cools.
0: She is not black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, dude. I know a lot of people who smoke menthols. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. In the white community, you know. But, but it, it's a, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Banning things is not the issue. Education you know, this, is the issue. But you also have to work under the pretense. And this is just do you believe in freedom or not, man. Right. It's as simple as that. Do you believe in freedom or do you not believe in freedom? Because if you do, if I see someone smoking cigarettes or eating five Big Macs in a row, you know, if I sit down and, I, and they ask me, man, what do you think I could do to change my life? I'm not feeling well. I might tell them, don't yeah. eat five Big Macs in a row, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't smoke as much and maybe run, start running a little bit more. But if they don't, if they're just doing their thing... And they're fine with their life the way it is. I just live my life. Right. Like that's the thing. They don't ask for your advice. They don't really need it. Uh, yep. That's what social media, this is why social media, I feel like it's it, it has a real possibility of becoming less advantageous in a lot of people's lives. People don't want to hear what people think. Right. You know, uh, it was cool to catch up with your friends. It's not cool to hear what they think about every issue that negative that you need, you know, that you right. have. You know, I mean... Telling you what to do and how to live your life and what you should and should not be doing. People get tired of that. It's just saying, like, no offense. I I love this guy. Again, he's done a lot of good things. But Brad Paisley had come out with this ad, like, get your vaccination so we can go back to concerts. Like, dude, I'll go back to a concert without my vaccination if I want to, to be honest. I'll have my own damn concert without a vaccination if I want to. Because I live in this type of a country and that's what I believe in. I'm not going to change that. I don't need people to tell me that and to think that I just haven't done any research or I've just made this decision without ever looking at anything, Right. you know, or someone is so stupid that they smoke cigarettes, but they don't know what the outcome is. You need to tell them they can't do it. Like they know. Yeah. And they're doing it anyways because they they feel like they're going to die anyways, you know, one day. So they're just doing what they, yeah. Maybe they maybe they work a hard job. That's the life they've gotten into. That's how they feed their family and that's how they relieve release their stress every day, you know? And yeah. to judge other people is to me a just a wicked behavior. Right. I I think it's something that is kind of natural in humans. It feels like it seems like it's something that we all kind of do. Is like we want to look at someone and be like, "Oh man, why are they doing that?" But I think we got to slap out of that, man. I, I think that's the a big catch in freedom right is that you you as long as if you see someone over there like kicking the back of someone's leg for no reason and they can't defend themselves like maybe step in yeah and say hey dude you know we can't let you do that man you got to stop quit harass- quit hitting that guy you know like yeah. it's enough he doesn't want to fight you know whatever leave him alone right but if someone's yeah. over there in the corner smoking a cigarette you don't just roll down and be like dude those menthols are illegal <laughs> calling the yeah. FDA dude We're going to have your license plate in their office Monday morning, your license plate number. You know, you're going to be ticketed for that. I mean, who wants to live in that society? You really want to live in that type of a society? where? And and then if your answer is, well, that's not what it's going to come to, then why make the law? Then why make it? Because you can't enforce it.
1: Tell you what, if they do make it, there's going to be a whole lot of people selling... Selling oh, those single menthol cigarettes dude. on the side Listen, of the start buying
0: menthols now. Yeah. Stock up now. It really. really going through. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the best advice. I, I am that, not that, a yeah. financial just advisor. Like after they ban them,
1: you just got this big old bag, you just crack it open full of cools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gold,
0: man. It's gold. I'm it's not a financial good. advisor, so I cannot give <laughs> advice. But if I was, <laughs> yeah. buy some menthols today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Get on oh, that yeah. freaking Peter Pan, dude, or whatever yeah. the Robin Hood the Robin app. And Peter Pan. <laughs> get on that superhero app and freaking oh, let it rip, geez. dude. Yeah, but I say uh I still think, dude, I'm still calling for Ron Paul, dude. Like let yeah. what you know, if he Look, Ron Paul for governor. Texas. Why not? Why not? Why not? You know, he still gets up and does the yeah. Liberty Report every yeah, day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, he gets to choose his cabinet, right? Who takes over for him if he if he something happens to him, he's old, you know, I'll right. give it that. He is old, but you know. If you really don't want this to become a blue state, if you're someone that's red that does not want this to become a blue state, if you're a politician that would ever come across this next sentence I'm gonna say, Ted Cruz or who Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor, or uh, just like I said, those other governors of that state—they're not going to backtrack.
2: Right.
0: Red states are going to double down on stuff like this, and it's going to cost them a lot. And uh, you watch—it's going to cost them a lot socially, man. Yeah. What keeps you from voting red, Le- Levi? What keeps you from voting red? If someone, let's say Matthew McConaughey runs against Greg Abbott, okay? Right. And both of them are. Eh, you think Matthew McConaughey's probably not the greatest choice. They both have things that are, like, pretty even. But Matthew McConaughey's going to legalize weed in the state of Texas. And it's about to really change it culturally, maybe for the worse. But it's going to... That's the issue that they really disagree upon the most. Right. Who are you voting who, for? Who am I voting for? And be yeah. honest.
1: Man, I don't know, Let, know. Let's
0: say Matthew McConaughey says, I'm not taking anyone's guns. Right. I'm not taking anyone's guns. We might look at some gun laws and like tweak some things, but I'm not. No one's getting their. Everyone's keeping their guns. You can buy and sell guns. Texas is a gun state. Yeah. Right. But he's not as good as Abbott. But there's some things that Abbott isn't as good as him about. You know. But right. the difference is the legalization of marijuana. Yeah. I
1: no, If 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 it was like that, no no uh, no strings attached. You know. Which it always definitely. is, but yeah, still, what is a major still, hypothetical yeah. here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, I would definitely, hey, all right, all right, all right, you yeah. know, all right, all
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, I would, I would, I would vote for that too, because yeah. I think that, um. absolutely. Like, these bridges can't be built, and these, these wounds can't be mended in this country. You know, old glory can't fly again until we come together on some issues. Right. And that means that if we need to all pack up a bowl, you know, <laughs> hey. and, and let this thing rip, dude, we're going to have to do that. Man. that and there, there's just an issue right here that would be easy for conservatives to come over on. It would not cost them anything to do this. As a matter of fact, if industry was opened up in here to where like weed in Texas was grown in Texas, right, they would shut down the border and stop letting weed over. Everyone would be interested in that. Yeah. And not letting the cartels bring weed over. Not letting them bring drugs over. We don't need it. We have our own drugs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. We make our own drugs here. Don't need you anymore. All right, all right. Nobody'd be, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So there you go, dude. You know, it's a. No, it's kind of. That's a major hypothetical. Maybe infringing on bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> I just. uh. I just look at that issue as it's like way bigger than they give credit to, man. And, uh, no, I agree. Yeah, shoot, man. And and going back to the original question, too, one more time about what do I think states are going to do? Because we've had a little bit more time to let this marinate. I don't think you really answered this question. Other no. states like Michigan and Pennsylvania and stuff that are definitely losing their population portions of. I think it will level back out in time. Right. Again, I really do. I don't think there's just going to be a huge influx and only people are going to live in half the country. I believe it will come back around. And those states, man, I mean, I just went to Pennsylvania. Dude, these states are beautiful, engulfed in American history. Right. Like, it makes you feel like the power of America. Like, we sit here and say, oh, we might break up. Shit, dude, you know, you might. Dude, there is a huge power behind this country. Oh, yeah, there is. People love this country. There's a lot of people that love this country, dude. It's not something that's just going to fade on without some type of major resistance you know it's like people love this country it's a beautiful country from all of these states that I talk that we talk about no matter what state it is I mean Michigan's basically a peninsula up in the Great Lakes a beautiful state and uh, it's a shame that it's come to this you know and people a lot of people leaving their homes that they've lived in I personally know dozens of people who are leaving blue states and moving to red states. Right. I personally know them. You can't tell me, any media I watched, you can't tell me any polls or anything like that. As a matter of fact, that's going to be our next segment. It's going to be about polls, our last yeah. segment, and how they're the most ridiculous thing ever. Right. You know, because you can't tell me anything. Certain trends you can just see in your life and how, how you're being affected. We live in Texas. Yeah. You cannot pull the wool over our eyes. You know, we can see the changes and, Right, you know, uh, but again, how do you think these states are going to react when when they find out? Do you think they're gonna the governors are gonna just welcome people back to their state and try to pull them back, or what?
1: No, I, th- I think that you probably uh, you're probably right that they're gonna uh, they're, they'll continue with their lockdown policy because, like you said, they can't just they can't just pull back from something like that without basically just admitting they were
0: wrong, you know, and that's something they're not going to do uh politicians don't do that across the board they're not right. known for that none of them no. especially no. in political parties right. when they're locked into a party they'll never right. disassociate with it they're so confined to their party ideas right but uh
1: I mean that they're they'll try and do something right off the bat I mean losing a a seat in the House of Representatives that's big you know that that's a big deal for a state uh
0: it's definitely a trend right. in the wrong direction.
1: Right. <laughs> you know. But what they did, you know, I, I, I honestly don't know. You know, I, it was something I wanted to know what you had to yeah. think about it. Because honestly, I don't... That's
0: a it. yeah. it yeah. It's a great question is what it is. It's a great question. Because... It's hard to predict things like that. But think about the most rational thing that could happen. And the opposite right. probably happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. no <laughs> doubt, right? No doubt. Uh. Ah. <laughs>
1: Might maybe you'll see a few more ads for those states uh, uh on on the internet and stuff, you know, you see the move to California ads, you know. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. those got those videos of the beaches and stuff like that. Nice neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. Empty neighborhoods
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> move to California where if you're outside and not around anybody, yeah, and you've been vaccinated, you can take off your mask, off your mask.
1: <laughs> That's right. Because we follow the CDC guidelines. (laughs) Golly.
0: Unbelievable. You know? All right. Well, we were going to talk a little bit about polling. Because the recent poll showed, and I wanted to make sure this was clear, a recent poll showed. And this is by Bullshit University. And uh, it showed that polling is completely an ineffective way to study anything. And I get tired of hearing people say polling on everything. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I really don't care if they poll things or if they count polls, but I do look at it this way. There's 330 million people in this country alone. Right. Okay? So let's say there's just 300 million because my math sucks, okay? And I can't I can't think of anything more. So let's just say there's 300 million people in this country. Let's say they, they're able to actually poll 25 million people, which I think anyone who claims they poll 25 million people They probably can't even get to that many. Right. That would still be what, like ten percent of the population. Like not even something. I mean, something like that. Around that number. I mean, that would be a small minority of the population. Right. So there's no way polls can be effective, and when you're talking about like something over the country, like oh, we took a United States poll. Well, if it's like, what do you poll? A a million people. Yeah, a million people out of 330 million people. And you're talking about that's a United States poll. You could go to certain areas and pinpoint certain areas and get a million polls. And and you could get any outcome you wanted, really. You could manipulate polls so easily. And if that's the case. Yep. You know, I'm ranting on polls, dude. And maybe I shouldn't be so hard on polls. But, you know, I've never been a fan. Stripper poles. Yeah, I was about to say. Fire I like poles.
1: poles. I like poles when <laughs> they're attached
0: to the floor and the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <I'll>, and, <laughs> I've always been against poles. Uh, north, south. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Always. <laughs> Hated them. Yeah, <laughs> damn, dude. But, uh, no. yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I was thinking about that on the way here, dude. So.
1: No, absolutely, dude. Poles are so. They're not trustworthy. And so many poles these days get done online. <laughs> you know, and anyone who's as easy as voting, baby. Yeah, oh my goodness! Anyone who has spent any sort of time on like Facebook or in any kind of group that does polls or something like that should know how easily those polls can be manipulated just by just by one group catching wind of the of the poll online and being like, "Hey, let's all go vote on this poll." They're all going to vote in the same way, and they can shift a poll in whatever direction they
0: want. You know, it's like, listen, this poll. I mean, y'all call it bullshit. This poll actually pulled 10,000 people. It's like, out of yeah. how many? I mean, right. damn, you know, out of 7 billion, you yeah. know? I mean, uh, yeah. unimpressive. You know? <laughs> unimpressive. I don't trust it. Right. You know? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. No, you're right. You're right about that. Polls can be manipulated. It's like votes, man. Yeah. You know, just like votes, man. Absolutely. You know, things that can be manipulated. You know, it's not that things can or cannot be manipulated, too. It's like, why do people manipulate things anyways? Like, damn, it just sucks that people can't just, like, say, like, okay, I can vote. I'm going to, like, I'm not ever going to vote more than once. I'm going to vote one time because that's the integral thing to do. And that's what everyone should do. Vote one time. You know, why are there people so adamant about just, like let's see if we can scam it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's like a it's like people were broken, man. We are broken somehow. I don't know. Damn.
1: We're morally bankrupt, as yeah. Ron Paul would say.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's growing, you know, and I think the pandemic and stuff like that, like the lockdowns, not really the pandemic, but the reaction to it uh, really really heightened some things oh, that were yeah. real social issues in our country. That have come to the forefront because people have nothing better to focus on, you know. Like, nothing better to focus on. There's nothing going on in anyone's life. People won't even take jobs. You know, seriously, we were talking about this earlier. This is something else is, like, for real. There is, like, a shortage of workers and a lot of places need workers and cannot get them. They cannot get people to work, you know, because people... It's hard to compete with just being able to stay at home and... Get that check in the mail. I mean, if you're gonna get a check for eight hundred bucks for playing Mario Kart, Yeah. I mean, damn. You know, shoot some red shells at freaking Toad and have yourself a day, man. Because you know, damn, man. You know, lightning strike the whole crew and pass them up. You know, right? (laughs) It's time to bust out the Mario Kart. Yeah, dude. Oh (laughs)
1: man, Mario Kart on sixty four. Yeah, that was
0: awesome. I mean, that's the pinnacle. Come on. That was the pinnacle. Yep. that was the pinnacle of the nineties video gaming, right there. I think it really was Mario Kart. You know, when, when did Mario that come Kart out?
1: Parties? Man, I don't know. Probably.
0: We should take a poll. We should. Yeah. We what's should the poll best people game? people on what they think about. What's Nintendo the best 64? game ever? And uh, yeah. what we'll do is we'll poll five thousand people. That way, people know it's accurate. And yeah. I'll we'll say what's the best game ever, and we'll know but what the best we'll do game is ever. we'll
1: go <laughs> to a Nintendo convention. And we'll ask, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we'll we'll pull 5,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure PlayStation will come up short. I'm sure
0: PlayStation's gonna come up short. Yeah. Damn. So what are the new, what is like the newest gaming console? Xbox is still around or what? Dude, honestly, the newest game console I've ever
1: owned was an Xbox 360. I've owned nothing newer than that. Yeah. Uh... The newest game console I have in my house right now is a PlayStation Two. Sweet. Yeah, with the, I mean I know nothing about new gaming, man. I dropped off the gaming scene. Right. So what about other the consoles do I, you have? What I, consoles do you have?
0: Nintendo. I have, a, have? a Nintendo
1: sixty four, and I also have a uh, Nintendo uh, NES, the first Nintendo. I've got Duck Hunt. You got Donkey Kong. Uh, no, I don't have Donkey Kong for the uh, Nintendo 64. I have Mario Kart.
0: Would you play it if you I had it? A, Do you like Donkey Kong? Oh, yeah, Kong? I like Donkey Kong.
1: I liked uh, Diddy Kong Racing
0: as well. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. ever play yeah, Diddy yeah, Kong yeah, Racing? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was another good racing yeah. game.
0: Uh, I always thought that P. Diddy, you know, P. Diddy jacked his name from Diddy Kong <laughs> yeah. Racing. You know, I always thought he kind of went Diddy. there for that reason. I could be <laughs> off. I could be off. Uh, who knows?
1: Yeah. No. But, that, uh, wrote,
0: that was the real Diddy for a while, though. Diddy Kong Racing, you know, he yep. was the only. Yeah,
1: uh, but you know, I like the uh, the NES. I have the Duck Hunt and Mar, you know, Super Mario and Duck Hunt combo with it. I've got the gun that comes with it. Uh, those guns don't work on new TVs. Really? Yeah, you cannot use the Duck Hunt gun on a new flat screen TV. Huh. It has to be uh, one of those old tube TVs. Really? Yep. That's the only ones that'll pick up the signal from the duck hunt gun. I learned that.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like a very smart TV. Yeah, right? (laughs) I can't even take the freaking duck hunt gun, dude. Damn, man. Work on that, you know? Hey, Sony. Work on that. (laughs) (laughs) You know?
1: Yeah. What? Your TV can't take shit from, like, the 80s? I know. What are you doing,
0: man? (coughs) That just proves the 80s were better. Yeah. Right okay. there. No, at, least ADC, at least on an eighty at least an eighty you can play about Duck this Hunt. Before.
1: What's up with how I don't know exactly when like Duck Hunt came out, probably late 80, late eighties, early nineties, something like that. Uh, dude, what but, a breakthrough, right? Dude, that yeah, crazy. it was a, I mean it was crazy that even I mean, that gun is super accurate, dude. I mean, real accurate. And it knows exactly where you're pointing that gun on that screen. But then it still took them, like, how many years before they released something like uh, the Wii?
0: You know, have you ever played the Wii? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh I think Uh I have a Wii, too. I do. I do have a Wii. So that might be the latest thing that you have, right? Because that's the newest? Or is that newer than PlayStation? Oh, man. I don't
1: know if the Wii is newer than Xbox 360 or not. You can play some
0: tennis with that, right? And stuff. Yeah, I got the Wii Boxing and stuff like
1: that. I haven't played the Wii in a long time, but... uh, but yeah, no, I haven't. I have dropped off the video game scene since high school. When I was in high school, I used to play a lot of video games, dude. I was one of those guys. I would sit up until like two, three, four o'clock in the morning every every night playing uh, Modern Warfare Three, Modern Warfare Two online. Yeah, you know, just oh man, every single night, man. Yeah, I,
0: I did was, play games for a while, like with my friends and stuff. But man, I kind of kicked that. I I don't know. I never really. After a certain point, I, I probably like high school, I really yeah. got out of it, you know. I just didn't really, you know. I mean, like the older games and stuff, like if my young kids like wanted to play some Mario Kart, you know, I'd tear them up, you yeah. know. I'd teach them what's up. But right. uh, just let them know who's... Yeah, who's kidding. Know, yeah. Who, yeah. No, dad, we know dad, who's dad, Mario dad, Kart. Dad's a little game. cool. Yeah. You know, I've played some games before, you know. Right. Not just kidding. They'd probably let, light me up. <laughs> no, but like my kids don't play, like I don't have any consoles or anything, really. I mean, my kids do play some games. Uh, like, obviously, in today's world, you know, there's just games, like, everywhere, but we don't really... I just don't really... It's not a, that I can't... I mean, like, a, a, what movies have come out this year? Name a movie that has come out this year. A new movie.
1: Didn't uh, Mortal Kombat just come out? That's a good one, okay. okay. Can you name another one?
0: That's the only one I can yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see? It's like... Yeah. I mean, the whole thing just has kind of become disenchanted to me. Like, I think, I just think at some point, you know, years back, years and years ago, it's like, I used to, I grew up watching movies, playing some video, not like all my time, like at nighttime, I'd play some video games, you know? And it's like, as I got older, man, and I don't know if it's because I got older or just because that it just faded away or what, but it's like. I can't even sit down and watch a movie, you know? Yeah. Like, I have a hard time focusing for that long on something like that. Like, I'd rather just be doing something else, you know? Unless it's something, like, there are some movies that I've sat down and watched, you know? Um, but, I don't know, man. I'm just not that, it doesn't grab my attention. Like, uh, I like documentaries. I watch a lot of documentaries on history and things like that. Like, how things are made. Like, uh, just recently watched one. Been watching stuff on the uh, the bridge that goes over Lake Pontchartrain. Because uh, oh, I went yeah. over that. And I've watched them before. But it's just insane how they made that one piece at a time over that bay. You know, I love that. Uh, so I watch stuff like that now. like it's Things like that keep my attention. Right. You know, but... You uh, check
1: out... Uh, I think it's on the Paramount channel. Uh, they have this program called America in Color. And what they've done is they've taken all this old, incredible footage, you know, and and it's a series that goes by the decades, you know, uh, and they've got this old footage from all sorts of cultural relevant, you know, uh, events and stuff like that. But anyway, what they've done is they've restored it digitally and they've colorized it to look like it was shot with like a freaking iPhone. Yesterday, that's crazy, you know? man, and it's it's insane, dude. Yeah. I mean, so what is that uh, called?
0: It's called America in color. America in color. Yeah, wow, I'll look that up for sure. Yeah, See, man. I love stuff like that. You know, that's I mean, nature videos. Like today, I was watching this uh, these certain frogs that you know are just so populated in this one area because nothing can eat them. You know, because right. when things try to eat them, they just have this like poison on them. You know, that makes things just they. Things yeah. don't... You know, they're just not attractive. Like yeah, they taste out, bad. Yeah. yeah, and the penny things just spit them out. Yeah. So they just walk around and just chill. You know, nothing messes with them. You know, so I like no. watch de- documentaries like that all the time. Just stroll up, you know. But uh, my my daughter's been watching this show about koala bears a lot. You know, and she <clears> likes <throat> that. But, you know, like we watch stuff like that. I just don't... The, the stuff that I was watching with my kids uh, a little bit more was like the old Robin Hood yeah Robin Hood Little John yeah. Walking Through the forest. you know That's that old deal yeah I know the whatever. old Disney movies The Lion King and stuff yeah. like that anytime I sit down to watch a movie with my kids man it's always
1: some classic Disney movie man like yeah. you know at least something I like I always tell them you know like they want me to you know sit down and watch a movie with them and stuff I'm like alright all right, it's gonna be something I, I wanna watch too yeah though, dang it you're By picking it from child. this yeah. case though yeah. you know right <laughs> like something I watched when I was a kid so I'll watch it with you you know
0: yeah but. I do that I do that every now and then I'll drop it on something they watch you know the shows yeah. today it's crazy oh man the shows today <laughs> I
1: don't I'm, I'm not big on the shows that come out today man my, really my, my biggest
0: not. my biggest thing about some of the shows is when they try to remake stuff and they, yeah. they like try to completely change them it, that that to me is like just even if they don't like just trying to remake them because That takes the creative ingenuity out of it. It's like now you're just mocking something and try to recapture the magic school bus.
1: Yeah, hint, hint. (laughs) You know, damn.
0: I was just about to mention you ain't capturing that magic
1: magic school bus. Damn uh, remake they did. No, they they've remade so many cartoons just terribly, man.
0: I mean, it's like coming out with uh, you know rest in peace, but it's like coming out with Mister Rogers. Yeah. Two, and it not being Mr. Rogers. Yeah. You know, just come out with something else. Right. You know, get someone to do something else. You know, that that magic is gone, you know. you got to be creative again. You did you ever
1: see the Tom Hanks movie where he's Mr.
0: Rogers? Yeah, which was... I did hear about that. I never watched it. I never but watched actually, it either. actually, that's more of like playing homage to a guy. Yeah. I respect movies like that, actually. Right. If, no, I, yeah. if I was going to watch a movie, I might watch a movie like that. Especially when they're more historically accurate. Yeah. I find them even more interesting. I would go home right now and watch Tombstone. And yeah. I know it's not it's not great historically accurate. Right. It's really not uh, over the top historically accurate. I know that. Yeah. But it, it's close enough. And if you do research outside of that, it's just an interesting story. And a, I just kind of love that movie, dude. Yeah. You know, It was Doc Holliday, man. Yeah. Val Kilmer is Doc Holliday, Tombstone. right? Damn, he did it in that one, man. That was a good one. But yeah, yeah well, what did we start talking about in this? Oh, polls. We were talking about poles. Damn. Man. Now we need poles and bowls. <laughs> 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 That'll be the title yeah. of this episode. Now. And bowls. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's Damn, good we've done it. Oh jeez. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah. No, we could talk about some movies. Let's 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 close out with more. Let's talk about one. Let's talk about yeah. one. Let's not Tombstone. We've talked about that one a little bit before. I think maybe uh yeah. Let's think. Let's both think of a movie and uh, without any dead space here you think of one while i'm trying to talk here and i'll i'll try to lay out the okay you know yeah uh, you think of a movie i think of a movie we'll talk a little bit about it and then get the feedback from the other one okay yeah. and it can be any genera- any generation um let's see any movie no
1: you know jaws man just sticks out to me J- okay, jaws okay yeah go for it, yeah yeah Jaws. I mean, uh, I forget what year exactly it was released, sometime in the 70s. Early 70s. Early probably. 70s, yeah. Here, you keep, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll
0: find out right now.
1: And uh, just an icon of a movie, man. I mean, the very first shark movie, the very first, uh, I, not horror film, I guess I couldn't say that, but, uh, but it was the first shark horror film, you know, Shark Flick, that has sprung a lot of cheesy movies, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah. Oh no. My for goodness. sure. For there sure. Have been so many cheesy... Nothing's, Nothing's see... even
0: been able to come close to capturing no. what Jaws captured. No. There's never been another shark movie I can think of that's even close. I mean... No.
1: They all just come off Even with better graphics. Man. It's right. like the
0: better the graphics, the worse it's gotten. Yeah, You know? It really is.
1: It really is. One of the... Well, I mean... One of the things that makes Jaws such a great movie is the anticipation of, like, you hardly ever see the shark throughout the entire
0: movie. You what catch... year What year would be your guess that Jaws came out? I have this information right here in front of me now. Like, 71? It came out June the 20th, 1975. 75. So it's going to be 30... What, 36 years old this year? Yeah. No, or is that... That's no, forty six. Forty six. Yeah, forty six. Forty six years old and on June twentieth. Wow, that's crazy, man. Jaws. Okay. Jaws. That's a great on, one. Coming well, up on the big five zero. You know, Jaws. I grew up. That's the one movie uh, when I was growing up. Like we watched that one a lot. I I, I I watched some of the Star Wars, but I never got into it enough to know which Star Wars was what. Yeah. I got lost on that one, dude. I was way too spacey, still am, to really get right. follow that. But Jaws was one that's a perfect one for me because I. Uh, Damn, man. I grew up watching that. I always loved the ocean. I was always fascinated by the ocean. When I was a kid, uh, I had this book that I carried around with me. And most people have like a Dr. Seuss book or something, but mine was called blue, The Blue Whale. And it was a National mm-hmm. Geographic book. And it was about the blue whales are the largest animal in the ocean and the oceans. And I just loved it, dude. I've always been fascinated by the ocean. I've always been an ocean guy. And... uh you know, then J- then I got older and th- Jaws was out already, obviously, and I watched Jaws, and I just like, dude, I would wear that one out. You know, I even like right. like Jaws two, I watched, yeah. I know, and but uh, iconic movie, hard to recapture anything ever like that again. You can yeah. never even try again. I it's, hope they I never try and
1: remake. Oh, oh,
0: well, definitely not Jaws, but even spinoffs like things that try to make shark movies, it's almost like. If you if a shark movie comes out, you hold it to that standard. It's going to be a hard standard to ever live up to, even if it's not called Jaws, even if it's just a shark movie. I think they will
1: probably sometime in the next ten years or so. They're going to remake Jaws. When Jaws
0: comes up on its fiftieth
1: anniversary, they will they will you know what I
0: might I might be a hypocrite on that if they come out with a (laughs) new Jaws. I'm like the hypocrite. Oh, on I would go watch it. I would, I would watch, it. watch it. I would watch it, but if it yeah. sucked, I would I would be honest, you know. Yeah. But I, I I might actually watch that one. But I've said that too about like Happy Gilmore and stuff too. I'd probably watch those.
2: Right.
0: They were influential enough to me to give it a second chance if they came out with something. Even though I wish they'd try something new. You know, maybe there is a time for it. There's maybe there is a time right. to try to recapture something. I don't know, you know. They know best. Give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Whatever. See what happens, right? So the movie I, I'm thinking of was a little bit of a different spin. <laughs> Did you ever watch the movie Friday with Chris Tucker? Oh, and yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: Dude, man.
0: Come on. Man, I think that was like... Damn. Uh, I probably watched that movie more than almost any other movie. I bet. Man, I watched that movie so many times growing up, yeah. man. He's like, man, why don't Dude. why don't you like Hector, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, I'll smoke with that fool one day, oh. man. <laughs> no. no dude that's a crazy that's that's a a great movie and the whole thing dude is uh just iconic for our generation man the 90s I mean it's absolutely iconic movie and when you think of 90s movies Friday has to be up there with the movies of that generation right uh I love it, man. I love that movie. You know, yeah, I probably watch one. that movie today. You know, yeah. I even like Friday Two is pretty funny too, man. Yeah, Friday Two is pretty funny. And the other thing that you know, I think yeah, they no. made a, I think they made a Friday Three. Uh, yeah, or they made the, Next yeah. Friday and next the Friday three, yeah. After Next and yeah. stuff like that. You know, no, they went they went too far with it. I think they went yeah. too far with that series. But yeah. again, you have to test the boundaries with that stuff sometimes. Let me throw one more to you, man. What do you yeah. think about Friday? You like that one? Oh, I like Friday, yeah. Yeah, you thought I haven't
1: that? seen it. I've seen it a few times, a handful of times. A classic but, weed uh,
0: movie. But it is a good one, yeah. No, I, I do. I definitely
1: movie. remember it. Yeah. I a... remember
0: it, yeah. And uh, what about uh, Anaconda? Another ice cube oh, another movie? another ice cube
1: movie. Uh, the Anaconda, that's a good one. Uh, that's just a, a classic as well. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was the first horror snake movie. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, yeah, my Which kids watched that. Did you ever? You, did you ever see
0: Anacondas? Does uh, that was after right? That's no, like, that's probably no. like ten or fifteen years. No, old probably now. for the reason. Probably for the reason. I remember that movie coming out, yeah. but I never was too big on seeing it because of that reason. It's like, no, I already saw, I already saw Anaconda. Yeah, you know, I don't need to see this. You know, right? It, you can't. Anac- you know, the snake was bigger than it needed to be already in Anaconda. We gave you the benefit of the doubt. The movie ended good, right? Just walk away, dude. You know, go do something else. That was my thought on that
1: one. No, yeah, and then they go and make the snake even bigger. John Voight was in that
0: movie, too. He played the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Uh, John Voight, that's his name, right? The guy who played it? I don't know. He, uh, he's the one that played, I think he played the, like the guy who was all like scary and stuff in that movie and he did a great, whoever, if that's was John Voight, which I think it was, right. he did a great job in playing that character, like that hard, scary character in the movie Anaconda, I remember. Yeah. But now that was a good one, Jennifer Lopez was in that movie. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, that was a good one. And another one I could shout out right now that I thought of too was the movie Radio. Did you ever watch the movie oh, Radio? Oh, one of my
1: favorites, dude. That was a good movie. I love that movie, dude. Yeah. Uh, in fact, yeah, there it is. It's right up there on the oh, yeah, top you, shelf there.
0: Oh, uh, you yeah, have that one, yeah. That's yeah, a great movie. Great Cuba year. Gooding Jr. is a great actor. Yep. Yeah. You know, he really yeah. is a phenomenal actor. And uh, he was in the movie Jerry Maguire. I yeah, mean, how yeah. about a shout-out to Jerry Maguire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you ever watch that movie?
1: Uh, I d- Jerry I think Maguire! I did. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, Dude, that's great, man. Damn, that was a classic movie, you know? He was in that one too, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. He was also in Pearl Harbor.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, he
0: fired the gun. What a powerful moment, you know, where he was a cook, but then the war broke out and, and it was on the day that they were attacked. Right. And he winded up, his sergeant or whatever got shot right there by him. And he was all upset. And then he grabs the gun and he just starts firing at the Japanese planes. You remember that part on Pearl yeah. Harbor? Yeah. That was a hardcore part, man. You know, yeah. he's a great actor. I like him a lot. So radio is another one that sticks out to me. Oh, uh, yeah, radio. I, we had a, we watched it in school. Oh, really? That's where I first saw radio. Was
1: in school. Yeah. We had a. I no wonder you liked your school, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. We had a, a teacher who thought it was, you know, she she was like, oh, we had a day when we could just watch a movie, you know, and she, that's the one she brought to school for us to watch. And it's like I want y'all to like, watch two wow.
0: movies. Going to be the most important things you ever see. Because to change your life and the way you think about people, radio and Zoolander. You're like, whoa, whoa, Zoolander. (laughs) (laughs) That's like movies like that I never got into. I just make fun of it. But, uh, Borat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) Borat. Dude, Borat had a moment there where it actually really got me. You know, like I really thought that was funny. But again, that's worn out. That right. is completely worn out, you know. Uh, that that shtick is gone. Yeah. Did you ever me. see The Dictator? Yeah, the I, I never Boer saw rat, it, but I know. I know. You know hey, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm so stupid. laughs> they, they got dumber as they went. Yeah, but the first Borat, like he did, capture something there.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, like he went into the rodeo arena and started singing yeah. like it was like the tune to the national anthem. <laughs> But he's like, Kazakhstan is the greatest. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on right now? He's like, all the other countries are run by little girls. Crazy, dude. Yeah, now there was a moment there. There was a moment there. uh, Yeah. He had, but again, you know. um, Most movies, even even the ones that you got to
1: say are bad. Even that they have can have their moments. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, you know, have have, yeah, no, absolutely. I would actually say that, you know, comedy. I, 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 I'm not a. I don't care what people do. You know, I'm not. But with some comedy movies, they just started to go so far, like so far. Yeah. And I think it was really. And I'm not trying to pinpoint anyone out. You know, I like some of his movies, but I think it was like the Seth Rogen era, where they just started really just trying to outdo themselves every time. Right. You know, like his first early movies like uh 40 year old virgin with all those guys uh I, I think those are great like Paul Rudd he's another good yep. really good actor I like him a lot you know Yeah. Uh, but like those that's when it was funny but like when they got to like pineapple Express and those movies they started to get way far out there man like I like pineapple Express. that's a funny movie <laughs> yeah you know? uh, super bad it's definitely I a like weed a cultural bad. weed movie pineapple yeah. Express no
1: doubt about that uh, super Bad was where it really I think kind of started yeah but at that,
0: out, at that at that phase right there yeah. you know it just started like they were just always trying to outdo the next one to where it's like who's gonna sh- you know it's like and it just got just so far out man did you ever watch those movies like the spoof movies called uh like Scary Movie and Scary Movie oh, yeah. 1 those were yeah. dude those made me laugh yeah. hard man those were yeah, great they parodies you know they're just <laughs> yeah, openly parodies
1: they yeah. Was, that's all we're doing here. That's all we're here to do is make fun of other stuff you've seen. Yeah. yeah. They're, they had no expectations to break.
0: But out of all those movies that we just named, I would say the ones, like if I could sit down and watch one of those movies, like Jaws would be up there for me. You named Jaws. That would be up there for me. Yeah. For sure. And uh, I I just, that's, that's a... That's a slam dunk man. Like anybody can watch jaws. That that just goes yeah. across every every boundary ever. And then yeah. Yeah, I do like history history movies. Like like movies kind of based on true stories like radio. I like stuff like that. Right. You know, remember the Titans was kind of that way too. It has a, a heavy setting. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of historical it, te- it kind of can teach you things. Uh, I like movies like that a lot. I really do. Right. So I would say probably Radio 2 is another one. That I like out of the movies that we named there, that I would really choose to sit down and and watch now where I am today, like right. not just movies that were iconic for me at one time, uh, but
1: yeah, well. But you know the real movie, the one movie that just changed my life, was Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny.
0: <laughs> Do you listen to their Did music? You ever Tenacious that movie? D? A little bit, yeah, oh, but a long man. time ago, you yeah. know. No <laughs> shit. Everything's been so long. But yeah, no. man, it's crazy, dude. Well, you know, man, I don't, I, the other thing, maybe we'll talk about this next episode, we'll set this up, maybe we'll completely just uh, forget about it and get busy with life. But uh, the, y'all were talking about in Medina, the water rights, you know, mm, yeah. and it just comes at a fascinating time, man, you know, uh, of of everything kind of getting, you know, these these locally owned water rights getting bought up by people as the state's getting, you know, more... Yeah. Spread out. You know, that's interesting that's happening. I remember us talking about that. I don't mean to change the subject, but we're about to say goodbye, and I'm trying to think about the next time, and that's something I did think about getting to today, but uh, we should find out more about the water rights and that, yeah. because, uh, man, that sounds fishy. Uh, people right. have no idea what we're talking about, but, you know, <laughs> basically, yeah. basically what's trying to happen is that you have people out here that, that have, like, the town of Medina's not incorporated, right? Not incorporated, but... The, but they do have a co-op on their water system and so someone's trying to come in and buy the rights to the water and that that's like a one company based out of austin but what is that company and where are they really from and where does their funding really come from and maybe we can try to find some of that out you know uh not that i'm some journalist but that does have major relevance to your life for damn sure right uh so that's just something i thought about too yeah uh but yeah, this was a fun episode, man. It's yeah, always it great, and uh, we'll keep moving forward. Hope y'all can do the same. And uh, Levi, is there anything you wanted to add to this, man? You could have the last word today, dude. Man, I think I uh, think we
1: covered it pretty good. Uh, you know, we're just gonna keep living life, trying to keep up with the news as much as we, you know, as much as we can without just letting it. Are you gonna wear a mask? Over, uh, Are you gonna take off your mask oh, outside? Man, uh, yes. In fact, as soon as I walk outside, I'm going to take the one I'm wearing off, uh, right now off, you know. Uh, and, uh, but I'm wearing three of them, actually, you yeah. know. Make sure, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, again, just want to thank anybody who is uh, out there following us, listening
0: to us, you know. Let me ask you one more what question. We can save. S- What's that? Let me ask you this. Have you ever tried to hit a water bong with the mask on? Can't no. say I have. Me neither, baby We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast The Independent Thinking Texans A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing But who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.